What's up, everybody? It's Building Our Power. This is KT. And this is Gabby. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about workers' rights. Um, we have been inspired by the recent $15 minimum wage thing. Uh, and we, we kind of want to talk about that just a bit. So, Gabby, if you want to go ahead and start it, you definitely can. Okay, as everybody knows, the $15 minimum wage did not get passed. That was one of Joe Biden's little marketing tools that he used during the debate, him and Trump. Trump said he would not do it. Joe Biden said he would. And as we see, he really won about that life. Who's surprised? Um, so here's something. We're going to get on to that. We're going to roast the people. Um, but here's something else that I want us to discuss. Because the liberals have gotten on to the $15 minimum wage, which for one, tells us it's not enough, and also that they're trying to act like a $15 minimum wage will solve all the problems when it comes to the workplace. Now, I am a assistant uh, pre-K teacher. I make a little over $15 an hour. I don't have PTO, but I do have sick time, and I have benefits, me making $15 an hour with benefits is better than uh, making $15 an hour at McDonald's where they're going to make you work part-time and you're not going to get benefits. Um, so I think along with the $15 an hour minimum wage, which needs to be higher, needs to be 20 something we also have to realize that just because people will be making $15 an hour does not mean they're not going to be overworked, does not mean they're still not going to be exploited, does not mean they're still going to be able to afford things, doesn't mean they're going to be treated right. Right. So uh, I think, KT, you had an anecdote about this. Yeah, I was going to say, I have uh, an example of this. Um, Whenever I worked for a... A third-party company who uh, was for uh, customer service for Apple technical support. What happened was is that I was making a lot of money. I was making like $16, $17 an hour. Uh, and if I worked overtime, I was making time and a half. The problem is, is that, number one, I was working 40 hours a week which is absolutely exhausting for customer service work, if you've ever worked with that. Uh, Number two, I had no PTO at all. I only had five, six sick days in the entire year. And those six sick days had to be requested two weeks in advance or I could not use them. So let's say one week I came and I was just super sick. It didn't matter if I didn't request it two weeks in advance. Uh, number one, it could be denied anyway. Uh, but then also, there's no way that I could have taken off. How would you know you're going to be sick two weeks in advance? How are you going to know? Exactly. Uh, again, I didn't have PTO. They did not provide benefits um, to their workers because they were like a third party. So they got around that by, you know, making us sign a contract that said, hey, we're not going to provide you benefits for X, Y, and Z. So, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was it was awful. Yes, I was making good money, but I couldn't enjoy that money. I was exhausted all the time. I was working 12-hour shifts, four days a week. Uh, during those four days a week, it's back to back to back to back to back customers that's calling you. Again, if you've ever worked customer service, I'm sure you know. Like, it's, it's just exhausting. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, that that's my problem. Like you said, whenever someone makes $15, whether someone makes $17, it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what truly matters is what are your what are your workers' rights? Like right now, I'm working 13 or I'm working part-time and I'm making $13 an hour. I took a pay cut for less work, but I'm not as tired. I get more free time. I may be on food stamps. I may have just a little bit of extra income in my pocket, like $20 max for play money. But at the end of the day, I'm not being, I'm not being hurt by what's happening with my job. But anyway, yeah, this is very important also to, uh, Remember, because a lot of these corporations will tout a $15, $16 wage, but they treating the employees like crap, which brings me to, um, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about the union vote in Bessemer, Alabama. The interesting thing about them is, uh, for people that don't know, uh, the employees at Amazon in Alabama are trying to vote to get a union in uh, Amazon. This will be the first union to ever exist at an Amazon. So it's a big deal. Amazon is pulling out all the punches, trying to deter people from voting for this union, bringing out all the propaganda, intimidating people, like all that stuff. So the interesting thing about it is, um, as far as the demands go, the people aren't asking for a higher wage. They're getting paid fifteen thirty. And apparently in that town, that is a very good rate, a sustainable rate. I think it should be more, but they don't, they're not pushing for that. But one thing they do want is, they said, to be heard. They said that the work is backbreaking and dehumanizing. Uh, they've turned into a number. They've turned into, like, robots. It, it's all about how much can you push. We've done the calculations. You should be able to push out this many products in this amount of time. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to do this and do that. And it's like, people are humans. People have to pee. People have to sneeze. People get sad sometimes. People leg hurt sometimes. But that's not important. Their bathroom bags are calculated. They have to be back at a certain time, and it's not like a 15-minute break. No, it's like single-digit minutes. And when you think about humans, sometimes humans have to poop. Sometimes humans have their period and have to get a tampon or have to find somebody with a tampon and put in the tampon and clean themselves up. Sometimes people throw up. But when, when people are treated like robots and machines, that stuff is not allowed to happen. You will get reprimanded. You will get fired. And that's not good if, if Amazon is one of the best-paying jobs in your city. Right. So um, one thing that was interesting to me, I found a quote by somebody who's voted against the union. Um, so they're pretty much saying Amazon tells you out f- up front this will be hard work. And it's like... It's so demeaning when they're like, well, you know this is hard work. Nobody's saying that the work necessarily has to be easy. Now, I'm not trying to break my back. But, for one, for me personally, if you want me to break my back, you better pay me some back-breaking wages so that I can make up for it. And then I need to have enough time off so that I can actually enjoy what I've done. You know what I'm saying? So, Back to this. Um, 
So there's this woman, Dawn Hogg. Uh, she's a warehouse worker, and she voted against the union. She said, if you can get past the physical aspect of coming to work for Amazon, it's incredibly rewarding. You can really find your place and find something you're good at and passionate about in a warehouse. Interesting. Having a really great worth ethic is rewarded. Hogg made a point of calling out the physical aspect of the job, helped her lose a lot of weight. From over 350 pounds when she began the facility last year to 250 now. Hold on. Let uh, me finish. Let I know, finish. I know. I want to say something about that. Can I finish? I want to say something about I want y'all to hear this. She, in one year, went 350 pounds to 250 pounds. Okay. And I wouldn't say that was all from exercise. I'd say some of that probably was from stress. Anyways, I was very upfront with my day one trainees. I told them, if you're not used to being active, your body's going to hurt in ways you didn't know was possible, she said. Ibuprofen will get to be your best friend. And um, before I give it back to KT, this reminds me, uh, there's this like job, Memphis job page on Facebook. And I remember somebody was asking people, what is it like working at FedEx? How is how are the hours? How is the work? And some people were being real. They were like, yeah, I only lasted a couple months. Way too hard, way too much. Almost broke my back, hurt myself. Uh, yeah, they, the the pay is good and the benefits are good. But, yeah, it's too much uh, too much on your body. Like, I had, the, I had bad knees or whatever, and it's just a lot of whatever. And then you had these boomers and just some folks that's just whack was like, well, the pay is good. And if you... If you can't work for that pay, then that's on you. That's on you. Y'all, y'all don't want to work. Y'all don't know nothing about no working. Y'all just lazy. Y'all don't deserve to get work at M, uh, FedEx or whatever. And it's like, we don't have a chance to sit back and think about what we're saying. Are we saying because you because you get paid a couple extra dollars, you deserve to have your body used and abused for five, six, seven days a week for years just to make a couple extra thousand dollars, which will be taken out in taxes, and you still don't have time to enjoy it. It's like capitalism has made us become self-deprecating. Like we feel like if I'm getting paid a little, even if I'm getting paid seven, people will shame you if you say I ain't doing all that for seven dollars an hour. It's like we deserve as people to be worked down to the bone, and that's good, in the hopes that, what, maybe you retire and have some money. But the rich are allowed to vacation. They barely do work. They farting, shitting on gold pools, gold toilets. They over here taking vacations every two seconds. President of the United States, supposed to be running the country, taking a, a, a golf vacation every week. Congress taking a vacation every two months. You think, you won't say nothing about that. You don't think that's bad, but you think yourself, because you're a worker and because you're not a millionaire, you do not deserve to enjoy life. You do not deserve to rest. That's terrible. I, I think that comes, I think that actually comes from the thought that um, 
you've got to what pull yourself up by your bootstraps you know that's that that's that mentality that says that uh well if if i work hard enough i'm going to be able to be a millionaire like them and i'm going to be able to take as many vacations as i want and if i save up enough i'm going to be able to go on these vacations i'm going to be rich i'm going to be that it's that quote unquote american dream that they put in everybody's brains um, from the time of conception, you know, and so really, I think for us, it's important that um, we make it we make it as realistic as possible. Not everyone is going to hit the American dream. I think a lot of people are finally starting to come to that realization that no matter how hard they work, uh, it, it's not going to matter. Um, for instance, like I was telling Gabby earlier, uh, I went one time. Uh, in my life, where for three years, I never took a day off work. Three years, I didn't take a day off work that, like, obviously wasn't planned or already put in, uh, and it was approved. And I look back on myself now like, what an idiot. What an idiot, because... What did I gain from that? Like, maybe uh, I got to go do some extra work and didn't have to be uh, with the rest of the people, you know? Maybe I got to go and do extra work right. in comparison to what everyone else is doing. Did I get paid extra? No, absolutely not. Uh, for me staying up every single, or me coming into work every single day on time for three whole years, that got me nothing. I have nothing to show for that. And so I think that more of us, uh, we should be reaping the benefits of the government that we do actually have. Like I said, food stamps, we need to be uh, mutually helping each other, not just the government, but like direct aid. Um, we, we, we just need to be doing that and taking the government for all that we can, literally. Literally, I'm pro everybody using food stamps. I'm pro everybody scamming the government, but doing it smartly. Like, there, there's ways to do it because the rich folks do it. There's ways to do it. If you can do it, do it. And and because the government ain't finna do jack diddly squat, we saw that this uh, week. What they said, what they say, we got to be bipartisan so that we can get Republican votes. That's why we're going for $1,400. Did not one Republican vote for that thing? You could have gave us $3,000 if that was all you were waiting on. We could have got $3,000 a month, but they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it, which is why the looters last summer that were getting all that hate did more for the American people than the government has done in the last 20 years. The looters opened up the stores, and everybody who was in that vicinity was allowed to, was able to get what they needed in a short amount of time, and it's probably benefited them way more than a little stimulus check that we got every uh, 12 months, which is why I'm always for scamming the doggone government, and for looting, and for rioting, and for all that stuff, because... The way that the system is made, the way that things are, if you play by the rules, you ain't going to get a thing, nothing. If we play by the rules and just say, well, maybe if we vote for another progressive, well, maybe if the squad gets bigger, well, maybe when Nancy Pelosi gets out, you're going to be 80 years old. Still talking about maybe, still in line, 
like all them old folks that was in line voting for Joe Biden, risking their lives for the COVID, outside in the rain and the cold. You're going to be just like them, saying, maybe things will get better. They're not going to get better. Things are going to get worse, which is why the only solutions will come from us. The only solutions will come from what we can do for each other to be able to live and not die of stress and die of poverty and starvation, which is why, again, we're going to try to find some mutual aid uh, things, links that we can put in the description. And also, I think what Amazon, what these people at Amazon doing is very important as far as starting a trend, a trajectory. We have to get stronger unions. We know communism probably isn't going to come in our lifetime or our children's lifetime, but we have to set the groundwork, make the ground palatable for communism to be able to come eventually. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is getting our union stronger to improve working conditions, to make sure that people that work in this little system will at least be able to afford to work and also rest and enjoy the money that they're working with. So, um, that's all I really can say about that. KT, did you have anything else you want to say? I just want to say, um, I, I want to add, piggyback off of what you said about, um, these rich people are scamming the government. Uh, in my own, uh, last year, I started a business in October, and, uh, on my taxes this year, I got to claim that business information from November and December. Initially, when I did my taxes without adding my business info, I owed almost $2,000 in taxes because uh, something to do with my unemployment that I got last year. Um, but... Then, after I entered in my business information, I ended up only owing like $500 in taxes, which is significantly better than $2,000. So, um, I do want to say, go ahead and look at how much it might cost you in your state to get a business license. That way you can write your house off if you need to. You can write uh, that yacht you just got. If you need to, because it did help. And uh, my my business certificate, it only cost me $15. That was it. It cost me $15 to be able to write off $1,500 for my taxes this year. So definitely, um, I can say, do it. Scam them. Just scam them as much as you can. But be safe about but it. But be safe about it, right. The government, Look they up. don't play. They don't play. Look at what the rich people are doing. And uh, just be very, very careful and safe about it. We ain't finna, I'm not going to tell you to just be lax about it. Because we know when it comes to poor people, when it comes to black people, them folks can't wait. So, you know, if you're able to do it, just kind of keep a low profile. Because that's kind of what gets us. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be it, guys. But make sure y'all look into that union um, activity in Alabama. I really, really, really hope... This helps uh, spread um, across the, the country. Also, the, we are doing a boycott of Amazon this week. Please, if you do not have to, if it's not a dire emergency, do not cross the picket lines and buy anything from Amazon. Do not shop Amazon Prime, if possible. We know uh, how things are sometimes. But 
if you can, do not cross the picket line. We want to show solidarity for our uh, essential workers over there in Amazon and uh, try to get them some rice, and hopefully it can uh, go to us as well. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. This has been Gabby and KT, and this has been Building Our Power. <laughs>